What's going on, Patriots? Back with another edition of this week's Patriot Prayer Podcast, Unfiltered. And uh, unless you were under a rock this morning, the news was lit. It was everywhere you turned. You had uh, something to do with the Biden family and Rob Walker and the fact that he was funneling money from China to the Biden family. Seemed like everybody got a payday. Jim, Haley, Hunter, and an unknown Biden, right? So I wonder who the unknown Biden is. I'm real curious. I wonder, huh? I wonder if any of you can guess who it might be. You know, we're going to talk about Robinson Walker. We're going to talk about Eric Schwerin. And now um, Eric Schwerin was the president of a since dissolved investment fund uh, called Rosemont Seneca Partners. Uh, reported uh, reported by the New York Post after uh, they reviewed the visitor logs from the White House. It was uh, found out that he met with Biden, but after Biden claimed it, you know, yet still he didn't know anything about his son's business dealings. Well, we know that's false, obviously. It went from, I don't know anything, to, okay, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, I know, but I wasn't involved. To, okay, yeah, I was involved, but it didn't shape my decision-making. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, if, if it wasn't so, it, it's, it's our country, folks. It's the thing that we love. It's the thing that supports our families. It's, the, it's, it's our culture. It's our heritage. It's our safety. It's everything this man has played with. It's your, the education of your children and the future of our country. And this is the joke who gets to make that decision on what that looks like. I got to laugh because if not, I'd be screaming and cursing. Um, Devin Archer is the next guy. And now he, he's an American businessman who sat on the board of the Ukrainian-based private oil gas company, Burisma. Now, obviously, Burisma has been in the news quite a bit, and we talk about it quite a bit here because we would like you guys to understand exactly who these people are and what they do. Now, what the mainstream news will try to do is they'll tell you these things and then they'll play them down. So where you got to hear them so much that you become numb to it. And once you become numb to it, um, then they can say whatever they want because you're not going to take it as seriously because you hear Ukraine every day or you hear Burisma or something to do with Hunter. So, uh, 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 you know, after a little while, people just start dismissing these things. Because it's something that people continue to talk about, but nothing happens. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel exactly what you guys are talking about when it comes to, is something really going to happen? Are they finally going to prosecute somebody? Is somebody going to get perp walked? Is someone going to do some time? You know, to be quite honest with you, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. We had too many opportunities to arrest people that deserved it and all of them walked every one of them michael sussman's jury was completely uh, uh uh an unfair jury i might as well say tampered by the court because they put four uh uh people on the jury that were all sympathetic to his cause knowingly knowingly they knew that the uh, they were hillary and aoc supporters on there the one lady had a kid on the same sports team as his kid, and these are the people they let judge him. Of course he walked. Of course he walked. Even after he admitted guilt, he walked. 
So are we going to see somebody hang for this? Probably not. But what I would like to do um, is, is at least get the information out there so that we can all make better decisions and that if this man and any business partner surrounding him or anybody he's allegiant uh has an allegiance to in in the government uh you know currently that these people are just completely pushed out of government be pushed out of uh of being able to make decisions for you me and anyone else to be quite honest with you their decisions need to be made uh, for them by the correctional officers that work in the facility where they should be at but unfortunately that's that's not the case that only happens to common folks the common folks that, uh, like you and me, you know, we, we, we people out here, we get arrested for jaywalking, for unpaid parking tickets, for whatever the case may be, unless you live in L.A. or a couple of these other areas that uh, don't seem to be prosecuting anyone anymore for some oddball reason. And, and, and even those people like Gascon still have their jobs, you know, while people are being harassed, beaten, and in some cases even have lost their lives because people that were completely uh, dangerous um, were let out on, on a cashless bail and just show up and kill somebody because they can, because the, the administration failed them. Their local, city, state, and uh, governments failed them. And they're taking their direction from a federal government who isn't any better at all because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not protecting the people and they're not enforcing the law. They're not. How else is it that we know these things that Joe Biden has done? We know what he's been involved in. We know that he lied about his son's business dealings. We're sure that he profited off of them. This, this is nuts. The phone called with him and Porchenko would be enough to put any normal person in prison. He said, and I quote, that it would be good for your physical as well as your uh, uh, financial security if you do what I say. Essentially, that's a threat. That is a threat. A th over a personal matter. At that. Over a personal matter. And then he tried to spin it around and say the reason that the prosecutor was fired in Ukraine was because of the corruption of the prosecutor. Well, Proshenko made a public statement about that and said the prosecutor did no wrong. And he said it was because the prosecutor wasn't uh, trying to push charges. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, pushing corruption charges on, on people. He wasn't prosecuting. Uh, yes, he was. He was prosecuting Burisma, where, your, where all your money was tied up, where your son was getting $50,000 a month for doing what? For doing nothing, for not knowing anything about energy. So when that failed, what do you do? You go over and you do the same thing in China, which is what they did. In fact, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, and their Chinese counterpart all shared an, an office. They got the Hunter Bidens on on uh, on recording, and you hear him state, "Hey, I need a key for my my dad, my uncle, and all." I mean, he's dead to rights, dead to rights. There is no reason. I don't understand why in the world there is no impeachment proceedings yet. I don't understand what the long-term plan is here. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, and I won't get it.
I'll never get it. I'll never understand why it is that only the people on the right get prosecuted while people on the left, nothing, nothing, zero. Nothing ever happens to them. They, they never, they never, uh, they, they don't have to be accountable. They don't have to be responsible. They don't have to follow laws. What, what is it exactly that they got to do? Oh, they have to virtue signal. They have to virtue signal. They have to act and pretend that they care about issues they don't care anything about because that's what's popular. So the other guy, Tony Bobolinsky. So Tony Bobolinsky was, uh, uh, he was Hunter Biden's business partner. And Hunter Biden's business partner actually talked about, um, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, he was on Tucker Carlson show and, and on the Tucker Carlson show it says here that Bob Alinsky said that uh, Walker, Rob Walker, uh, warned him not to go public with his comments against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Bob Alinsky has claimed that Hunter consulted with Joe Biden about a planned venture with uh, Chinese oil company CEFC, which is the which is the oil company or the energy company that Joe Biden, Jim Biden, and Hunter Biden shared an office with their Chinese counterpart in in an, uh, a CFC official from that company. So, and we know that because we have Hunter saying it. So, once again, why are there no impeachment proceedings? What the hell does it take? So, the next one. The House Oversight Committee, James Comer. James Comer is is really pushing this issue, and thank God. Thank God somebody is, because we need people to push the issue. We need people out there fighting to do what's right and, and not giving a damn about the consequence from the other side and not compromising. I'm saying it out loud. We should not compromise with the left. If the left wants us to compromise with them and they want to come to the table and be able to sit down and do bipartisan legislation, then what we need are the people on the left that that would separate from the socialists, separate from the radicals, create your own party, and we'll sit down with you. But as long as you're lined up with AOC and Bernie and all the rest of them, no chance. No chance. And, and, and the same goes for the Republicans. And, and I'm going to say it. We, we were sitting down and we were talking about the idea the other night of uh, the difference between the establishment Republicans and uh, your, your libertarian, your more constitutional, uh, constitutionalist style Republicans. And you notice that diversity within each of the parties. And in, in, in the Democratic Party, you have the left wing, super left socialist, you know, no, no standards, none at all, zero standards. Do whatever you want. That's freedom. That's what they consider freedom. Doing whatever you want with no rules. No rules at all. Just do whatever you want. Makes no sense at all to me. It's chaos. But then you have the more central progressives. Um, Manchin and, and a few others that, that get compromised because they sit down with these people. They don't speak out and separate themselves. And, and because they don't, I have to lump them all in to one group of folks. And on the right, you have establishment uh, folks like Liz Cheney, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, uh, to name a few. And those people have no fans on the right. That's the difference between the two, I think. On the right, we will police ourselves, and we will call a spade a spade. 
even within our own party. The left doesn't do that. The left doesn't do that at all. So back to what I was saying, though. James Comer is is really putting up a, a huge fight on behalf of the American people and deserves our support. And uh, I hope he realizes that everybody is watching what he's doing very closely and that uh, he needs to do it correctly. And there needs to be accountability at the end of this. I'm tired of hearing these things and talking about it to have nothing happen at the end of the day, to have nobody arrested, to have no consequences whatsoever to any of the people that took part in this. And that means, uh, let's say, Robert Hunter Biden, James Bryan Biden, Sarah Jones Biden, Eric Schwerin, uh, and John Robinson Walker, as well as Devin Archer. We need to see some accountability for, for these people. They, they all took, uh, they all had a part to play in what happened. So, and, and those people that I just read, those people received, uh, and the members of the uh, uh, of that company all received about $3 million in payouts from the Chinese energy company, CEFC. It's, it's not as if Biden, uh, like, like there's no way they can sit there and, and deny these things anymore. Denying them are over. We know the facts now. We know you were involved. We know who got paid. We know how, who paid them. We know who paid the person who paid them. But somehow or another, I think they're going to try to find a way to spin it and talk about it as if no crime was committed, as if Hunter Biden was allowed to do whatever he wants in his own private business dealings, as one man said in a statement that I read earlier today. But the fact is, is that's not what was happening. Joe Biden was being consulted. Joe Biden had an office in the building. Joe Biden sat down with these guys, made decisions, got paid. Big guy. And how do we know we got the, Tony Bobolinsky's telling us these things. He's telling us that, that Rob, uh, that what's his name? Uh, Rob Walker is telling him, hey, don't, don't go public with that stuff. You know, why would he say that? Why are these people so afraid to come out and, and, and tell the truth about Joe Biden and, and his business dealings? Why? Well, that phone call with um, that phone call with uh, uh, Poroshenko, the Ukrainian president, uh, should shed a little light on why he acts like a gangster in front <laughs> a gangster that forgets where he lives sometimes, according to his own son's. Uh, emails back and forth with his uncle who who said you know uh, uh james his uh the brother of joe biden asked about uh his dementia and how bad his dementia is getting and joe uh hunter biden rather uh he, he responded to the email and said well um the the he said the secret service uh, knows knows the address. That's the only thing they're good for. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but and you know, so they acknowledge his 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 uh, dementia, and they talk about it, and then they put down the Secret Service. So this is the same Secret Service who obviously went and tried to pick up the laptop from the Delaware repair store, um, and and ran around and did a lot of cleanup. It looks like for for Hunter Biden. To try to, I would assume, to try to keep the image of his family intact. 
but that's out the window. That's completely out the window. But this is how ignorant the people on the left are. They don't care. They don't care. They would rather, okay, I made this decision. I'm going to stand here and die on this hill no matter what. Even though this is the same guy who created the 94 crime bill, who's, who, who if you don't vote for him, you're not black, who fakes Indian accents in order to make fun of an entire race of people who doesn't want to school uh, his kids growing up or going to school in a, in a jungle. Um, all of these things who, 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 who said that uh, someone was a very great man, and I forget the guy's name, but he was a, 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 a Ku Klux Klan member. Um, it, it, this is really who you're dealing with, guys. This is really who he is. And he's also compromised by China. Compromised, obviously compromised by China which seems to be the reason why I would assume that he's not making a lot of decisions that would affect China adversely, even selling him uh, oil out of our strategic reserves when we shouldn't have been selling anything. We should have been stockpiling. We don't know what's coming around the corner. We have tensions with China. We have tensions with Russia, Iran, uh, North Korea, you name it. And here we are selling oil from our strategic reserves while our gas prices are going through the roof, while you shut down oil production in the United States? Come on. It, it, I mean, anyone who doesn't see the, the backwards thinking in that needs to really, uh, needs to really just, you know, go, go find out. Go read something. And go do your research because it, it, it's, you get your head checked, one of the two. But um, Hunter Biden and uh, his uh, uncle Jim, and as well as their their uh, business associate, James Gillar and Tony Bobolinsky, uh, we're in a joint venture called uh, Cinehawk Holdings, which was meant to be a partnership or in partnership with CEFC, the Chinese energy company. Uh, the committee chairman, James Comer, obtained the records after subpoenaing, uh, sending a subpoena to Bank of America, who revealed at least three family members received lucrative payments from the bank account belonging to Walker. So, you know, here's the guy who receives the payment from the CEFC, and then he, in turn, turns around and delves out the money owed uh, to the Biden family. Now, keep in mind the culture of the people that he's dealing with, the people in China. They're very famous for giving the bribe um, to your kid and not to you directly. This is just how they do business. This is what they do. This is part of the reason why when Biden was president, why Hunter was offered all these cushy jobs and that sort of thing uh, uh, by people in other countries because this is how they do. They, they don't give the bribe directly to the individual. They'll give it to the, the daughter or son of the individual because we know where it ends up. It ends up with the big guy, right? So, and one of the family members is Haley Biden. So the, the wife of his uh, deceased son, Bo, and who later became the girlfriend slash wife. Not sure uh, if they ever ended up married or not. I have to look at that. But, uh, you know, he, he essentially, Hunter left his wife to go be with his brother's wife. Wow. Straight from the trailer park to the White House. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. The uh, records revealed that on March 1st, 2017, less than two months after uh, Vice President Joe Biden left office, st the Strategic Energy HK Limited, a separate Chinese company, wired $3 million to Robinson Walker LLC. So why did they wait until one day 
after President Biden left office to wire the money. Come on, you don't have to be a genius to understand. Oh, just do it. I'll, I'll grift. I'll push everything through. I'll manipulate everything to your end on this side of the aisle. And as soon as I'm out of office, then pay me. The next day, Robinson Walker LLC wired $1,065,000 to European Energy and Infrastructure Group in Abu Dhabi, a company associated with James Gilliard. A memo from the committee states, Gilliard was, uh, was a business partner of Hunter Biden involved in his foreign business ventures. And uh, after that, Robert Walker LLC uh, account received $3 million from the State Energy HK Limited. Biden family remember uh, Biden family members then uh, companies began receiving incremental payments over the period of approximately three months. The memo states, so they thought they were being slick. They thought they were being real slick, but they weren't being slick. He was getting the money and he was paying the money out, and he was the face or the front that they could use to get the money into the United States, and then he would pay everyone else involved. The recipients of the money included Haley Biden. Uh, companies associated with Hunter Biden and James Biden in an unknown bank account identified as Biden. So that's going to be very, very interesting to see how that shakes out. Who does that bank account belong to? As I said before, I mean, it's probably no, uh, no, a no-brainer as to who's getting that money. But we'll wait and see. But I'm pretty certain, as well as most of you, I'm sure, are pretty certain. The bank account identified as the unknown Biden also received $70,000 from Robinson Walker LLC between March and May of 2017. An account labeled uh, Awasco PC, which belonged to Hunter Biden, received $500,000 between March and May of 2017. An account labeled JBBSR Inc., which belonged to Joe Biden, received $360,000 between that same time frame, March and May of 2017. After an account labeled First Clearing LLC also received $100,000, and it is unclear who owned that account. But a committee committee sources told uh, Fox Digital News that that it's believed that it belonged to Hunter Biden. Now, Hunter Biden, um, the Treasury. Let's see how I can put this because it, it gets kind of it gets kind of complicated from here, guys. To be quite honest with you, in a statement Thursday, Comer said that it's unclear what services were provided to obtain this exorbitant amount of money. Now, that's where that's the big question, isn't it? What what exactly what exactly did Hunter, Jim, Joe, Haley, or anyone else? Uh, associated with the CEFC or Burisma or any one of those trans, uh, you know, any one of those transactions from uh, business partnerships or affiliations. What did they do for that money? What was their part in it? Why did they get paid? What, you know, what, what role did they really play? The oversight committee is concerned about national security implementations. You're darn right. They are. And they're resulting from, uh, Biden's presidency and and, and uh, whether or not he was pre- what he would what he did as the vice president to receive those millions of dollars from foreign nationals. Comer said, "We will continue to follow the money trail and the facts and go wherever it leads." And we really, really uh, should appreciate someone for doing that. 
Whatever happened to John Durham? Whatever happened to the investigations and all that kind of stuff? Haven't heard anything about any of that forever. You know, uh, it just seemed that it, as if they, they try to memory hold things that everybody is looking forward to. They expect to hear something. They expect to see somebody do something and nothing happens. So, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to look at that as well. I just wonder what he's doing or, or where he's been. I, I, I haven't seen or heard anything at all on the news as of recently as to any, how any of his investigations were going into uh, the Russia hoax and who caused it. And you know, no one got in trouble for it yet. You realize that? Only the people that the hoax was perpetrated on did had got their lives upended and some even got locked up. But nobody who lied and caused the problem has gotten in any trouble. And, and that's really where the problem is, folks. It's like, you know, I grew up my whole life, uh, it, 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 you know, look, or, or assuming the United States worked a specific way that the law of the land superseded your position, your badge, your authority, whatever. We were all, uh, we, we're, we're all, you know, we're all under the law. You know, we're all circumspect to, you know, whatever laws are in our state or, or whatever federal laws that, that we have to adhere to. That's really what it boils down to. We need to make sure that the people that hold public office, that are elected officials, are held to the same standard. They have the same laws that they need to obey that we do. However, that's not the case. And law enforcement seems to be pushing more of a political agenda than they are doing their jobs. There, there, there are officers who arrested people during the time when they had those mask mandates and all that stuff out there who completely understood that that was just completely bogus, the whole mandate thing. Jobs where all, uh, people in, in office were... Uh, getting fired uh, because of vaccine mandates where bosses and managers within the company disagreed with them, but they were too afraid to stand up. You know, that needs to stop. You know, that needs to stop. When people believe in something, if you really believe in it, if, if you know it's right, then you need to really stop worrying about what the consequences are and do what's right every time in the face of no matter what and no matter who. It doesn't matter. Do what's right. Push the line and hold these people accountable. The reason why they do get away with as much as they do is because people are afraid. You're scared to stand up, scared to say something, scared of what people will think, scared of retribution. But if everyone stood up at the same time, they would realize they're outnumbered you know, by a lot too, not by a little bit, by a lot. With people that completely disagree with them, but they're so afraid to disagree with them openly because they think the guy or the girl sitting next to them you know, will attack them for their opinion. When in most, in my case, someone who says what he thinks anywhere and everywhere all the time, that that's not the case. It's really not the case. And it's weird because they, they say their opinions publicly all the time. But the reality of it is it's only divisive when we say ours. It's only divisive when we say ours. But I tell you what, I'm not going to stop saying it. And I'm not going to stop uh, uh, pushing this line. And I will not stop defending the, uh, the heritage of the country that I'm in. I will not stop defending the constitution of the country that I'm in. And I won't stop fighting to put the place back uh, to some sort of, uh, 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 to having some sort of moral compass 
uh, once again, because where we're going right now and where we're headed with everybody's own truths being the law of the land, that's out. We need a standard. We need a standard to live by, and it used to be tolerance. But if the left doesn't want tolerance, then what are we to do? You know, that's up to you to answer that question, but that's really where we're at. What do you do when one side's preaching tolerance and the other side that's usurping power says to hell with your tolerance? At what point do you say enough is enough? And I think we're right about that point. I think our kids are about the point where we're at that point where we say enough is enough. While we stand as a, as a wall protecting you sick people from our kids. Now, Hunter is a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined by several business partners and seeking joint ventures with a privately owned legitimate energy company in China, a spokesperson said. See, this is what I'm talking about. They, they, they say these things as if we don't know any better. Oh, we're too stupid to go look for ourselves, too stupid to listen to the recordings from the calls to realize that that Joe Biden shared an office with the guy. It wasn't Hunter's private business dealings. He got paid off of it, Mr. Big Guy, and he sat in an office building where he had his own office that he shared with a CEFC officer. Therefore, it's not Hunter's own private business dealings. Get it straight. Now, Jamie Raskin uh, is a Democrat in Maryland. He said, James Comer memo proved once again that after four years of investigations by Senate and House of Republicans into Hunter Biden, they have found no connection to the president of the United States. He said it with a straight face, too. He said it with a straight face. Too bad that somebody in the audience didn't have, like, a snowball or, or a tomato or something. You know, it, it gets hard to listen to these guys lie with a straight face. You know, they sit there and they say these things as if we don't know any better. Or we're not going to go look and investigate to see for ourselves how full of it they really are. And it's it's it gets to the point where sometimes you just feel like throwing your hands in the air. But then you got to remember, guys, that they're using the media to try to make us feel like that. They have a lock on the media and what people what information that people can get easily. The, the thing about that, that those of us on the right, the thing that we do that separates us from them um, is we know what the, what the base baseline of the truth is. And therefore, anything, any lie they tell that doesn't fall in line with that, we know is a lie. You know, we, we understand right off the top that, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act is, is the Green New Deal and, and, and with a different name. Because he's spending money to fix inflation. See how that works? It, it's it's the same. Calling the calling the, the the Inflation Reduction Act is the same as Black Lives Matter using the name Black Lives Matter. Because when people actually talk about it, they have to say, "No, I mean, I don't like the organization." Black Lives Matter goes without saying. But the organization ran by some Marxists who don't like the United States and are doing everything in their power to undermine it. Black Lives Matter, that goes without saying. But do you see how they hide behind these things? That way, if you don't like that thing, it makes it sound like you don't like what, what they named it. You know, oh, you don't like the Infl Inflation Reduction Act? Well, 
you must like inflation then. No, no, we're not falling for it. You know, there are three lights, not, or excuse me, there are two lights, not three. And no matter how, to, how many times you try to tell me there are three, I know that there are two lights. And, and that's, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not one that you can fool. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that, uh, that doesn't go look and, and just accepts the news that he gets off of the TV. I'll go download the affidavit. I'll go download the bill and read it. I'll make up my own decisions and make up my own. I'll make my own decisions and make up my own mind as to whether or not an individual uh, is worthy of my respect or if he's telling the truth and, and I back him or not because we don't follow men right on, on this side of the aisle. We follow God, but, you know, we, we, we respect everybody as an individual, unlike the left who just likes to try to trick people into groupthink and, and then try to control your thoughts while they're at it. So we're, we're, we're not on that. We're not going to fall for it. Now, the Treasury Department is supposed to give uh, the committee access to those SAR reports that I reported on a few weeks ago. SAR stands for Suspicious Activity Report. There were over 150 suspicious activity reports on uh, on the Biden. And the Treasury Department was actually withholding the details of those suspicious activity reports. We would like to know what they are. And as all this information now starts to trickle in, we're going to get the information. We're, we're going to get it. And them memory holding these things, no chance. Zero chance. They, we're not going to forget about it. We're going to keep pushing them. It's not going to get old. The news is not going to lose its effect in a month. The, the situation's not going to get better to the point where we're going to stop reporting on it or they report on it so much. People are tired of hearing about it. And so it goes away. That's what they would like to have happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen with me. I'm following this to the bitter end. And wait till you catch what's happening over in Arizona uh, as they started uh, investigating election irregularities. So um, there was some stunning breaking news to come out of uh, Arizona just recently with Thaler and Harris doing some investigations that led them to a crazy place. They're finding that um, Katie Hobbs uh, is uh, maybe on a take where that's that's the that is the allegation that they made in front of the electorate, in front of the elected officials. Uh, Thaler and Harris sent a representative there who detailed every fraudulent document. The fact that they were buying and selling houses that didn't exist in some cases, where uh, notary public signatures or paperwork has been faked addresses and houses that don't exist exist have been sold and katie uh katie hobbs name actually is on a few of those that's what that's the statements that were made and we're gonna we're gonna go through the video and i'm gonna spend some time actually spelling this out for you um but in, in my opinion honestly it is the most explosive story out right now there is nothing bigger than this because it goes a lot deeper than that because it, it, the the if they really are if the if the legislature in uh, Arizona have a, you know a portion of them have been compromised and blackmailed by cartels and these things are happening. I mean, really, who is who at this point? Who, who can be trusted? Who who's not compromised? How would we find that out? How would we go about replacing?
these guys. Uh, I mean, what does that look like? I mean, it, it's it makes you it makes you really take a step back and think. But if these allegations that were brought before them were true, I mean, one man at at a certain point during uh, her address as she's sitting there and talking to folks, uh, got visibly scared, visibly shaken, and he said to him, he said. Look what you got! Like with with just the the most the fear on his face could not be denied. I mean, it was it was something to see. Uh, I just showed it to a few few different people that I know um, and, and talked about it briefly, and everybody was pretty shocked at what she was saying. So we we're gonna go over those things uh, on Sunday for sure, and um, look forward to that. And guys, as always, you know, thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to follow this to the bitter end. We're going to support our people in Congress. We're going to support Mr. Comer and, and, and all of his affiliates and every, uh, and every step of this operation that he's involved in right now uh, in trying to get at the heart of the truth of the Biden crime family. Plain and simple, the, 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 the crimes committed as a result of the president's grifting as definitely came home to roost and they're affecting you and me. And there are a big reason why I believe inflation is the way it is and why we don't see laws enforced and why so many foreign countries seem to be benefiting more now that he's president than we are. So um, that's how I feel about it, and that's what I think. And I believe that the facts will meet that out, and the facts that we have so far are already leaning in that direction. So, guys, we'll see you next week. And as always, check us out at thepatriotsprayer.com. And support us at your one-stop gift shop.com where the prices are cheap and shipping is always free. Thanks. And we'll see you again next week. And as always, Patriots, stop being silent majority and stand your ground.